But who the fuck did I? Say what? <laughs> the fuck did we get ice cream? That's what she said. God damn! You are listening to the Base and Chunk Podcast. I am Bash. This is your man Chunk. Welcome to another day. Welcome, 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 welcome. What? Uh, that. What? Let's go. Oh, welcome everybody to another episode of Bash and Chunk. On this wonderful, wonderful afternoon, evening. Hopefully, everybody's not melting out there. This is Chunk, as you know. <laughs> That's it. Go ahead. Keep That's going. it. Okay, fine. Whatever. <laughs> so we are Bash and Chunk. If you didn't get that from the sexy intro, I'm choking on a peanut right now. Choking on nuts. <laughs> He's got that swallow. Keep going. All right. Anyway. All right. Uh, <laughs> All right, today's a great day, and uh, we're going to be talking about parenting, fatherhood, all that fun stuff, um, and just so you know, I'm throwing it out there right now, oh, there we I, go. Had, I had an absolutely amazing dad, so there's a lot to talk about. All right, I'm better, I'm better now. You got the nut out. I did, I did. <laughs> so this is true, uh, Chunk did have a great dad, and the other end of the spectrum, uh, my dad was a, a douchebag. So, um, or horrible, whatever way you want to put it. Um, but we'll get into that and some other things in today's episode. But today we also have guests. Now, I was going to say one guest, but now we have guests. We got a crew of guests. Yeah. So <laughs> go ahead, Chunky Buns. All right. So today, today we have, uh, finally I have the opportunity to have her here. My, uh, my sister, my lovely, lovely sister. She came all the way from, uh, Georgia, Athens, Georgia, visiting. Not for you. Let's no, get no, there. No, no, okay. no, I just want to make sure me, that no one knows. It. No, no. Okay. Don't get this wrong. It wasn't just for me okay. or me at all. They just got tired of the weather over there. They were melting like twice as fast over there. Got it. And then also, also, the lowly April A. Garcia in the house. Why would not you introduce my wife? Because I just kept going. Uh-uh. Now you want to ad lib? All right, cool. <laughs> Go ahead. Then we also have we also have Sean Self. He's he's my sister's husband, so that's gonna be fun. I'm, I mean, the other part of that is he's deaf, so he's not gonna be talking a lot. But if something be is interpreted to him that he wants to throw something in on, then my sister Lauren will be interpreting that and explaining or saying what he's that's good trying to say. That was nice. Good, good for you. That took a lot. I'm yeah. proud of you. You're I'm welcome. proud of you. Yes, thank you. If you didn't understand, that was sarcasm, but sweet. Very clear. Uh, really? Yeah. Very clear. It's cool. You're supposed clear. to introduce your sister. See, this is where I usually get it wrong. I don't introduce people. I'm just like, oh, this person's here, and they introduce themselves. Yeah. But I got it. Don't worry. We're good. Okay. We got. I mean, we took the long way around to get to around the table, but we got there. Okay. Positives. Cool. cool. Sweet. So do you want to, you know, have your sister talk or you just... Yeah, go ahead, Lauren. Uh, please introduce yourself to the base and chunk world. Hi, my name is Lauren and I am here from Athens, Georgia, visiting my hometown of California. Well, state of California. <laughs> Stop breathing into the mic. I got to just keep it going. I don't get it. She's super bubbly. Your, your, your mom is nice. What happened to you? You guys are pieces of shit. Shut up. <laughs> uh, I don't know where to start on what happened. She, <laughs> hey, she's she's a good actress. Don't get it wrong. Okay. I don't know what you're talking about. Some of that should have rubbed off on you. What? <laughs> the bubbly. Oh, stop it! I can be very bubbly if you want. It's just this guy always bats it down. Says I don't. I'm, oh, says I'm gay. Oh, whoa, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, Yo, okay, you're you're okay. too positive right now. Get wait, away from me. Wait. I'm not. That's not how I am. Lies. You've said that to me many times. I'm super. I'm super. I'm super chill. I'm, I would oh, never insult is? you. I would never insult you. Right. Pick right. a time that I insulted you. Dude, you did to me all the times when you when? when I worked with you. When all the that time. That was years ago. Yeah, that was and years then, ago. And then, and then, When's the last time I made fun of you? 
at the beginning of this podcast. When? You'd have to rewind it back. I can't do that right okay. now. Okay. <laughs> Dick. I was going to eat more of these nuts, but I don't want to choke again. Yeah, go ahead. Choke us some nuts. That's rude. <laughs> yeah. So... I don't know where we're at anymore. Oh, but yeah, it was, it was so, the intro. It was the intro part. Then you kind of j- jumped off on the yeah on tangent. So yeah, so today we're going to talk about fatherhood, uh, parenting, some along there. Yeah, like how hard is it to be a father? I mean, I'm a father or a parent or a parent. Parent. I oh, mean, yeah. you coach kids, so it's kind of like yeah. the same thing. Mm. They for, get they give me enough gray hair. Yeah, except for the parents don't want to sleep with you, but it's okay. <laughs> oh. See, now you can say some shit about me making fun of you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Good. Good. Where, where, what? Me? Somebody talk. Unless y'all want me to keep going. No, thanks for having me here today. I can't, I can't really hear myself on the mic, so I don't know if I'm turned up. I think you are. I can't hear myself. I can't hear you. I can't hear, I can hear in the earphones. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which one's yours, so I can't help you there. It's fine. But yeah. Chunk, you got anything else to say? No, I think we're good. I think you we're sure. Because you say that all the time, and then you start talking during the during the mid. Yeah, because you start doing it right when I'm about to say something. No, I don't. I start I asking you fucking questions, then you're like, no, "Oh, I have ahead. nothing to say." Go ahead, and then you start go talking ahead. again. Go ahead. Go ahead with what? The mid. You have nothing to say. No, go. You're listening to the Beige and Chunk podcast. You didn't talk that time. Oh yeah, cool. Yeah, sweet. So today is about parenting, and since like uh, we didn't do a father episode during Father's we Day, we meant to. We were gonna do it like a month in advance yeah, too. We were, but <laughs> then we just it didn't ended work up out. not it happening. Didn't work out. The plans kind of got messed up by other events. But yeah. So whatever. But so I met your dad like a couple of times, and your dad was pretty dope. Mm-hmm. Like he is a great dude uh, from the couple of times I had met him. Um, so I'm gonna just talk about your dad. You guys can both talk about your dad because, yeah, the chunk's gonna take a drink right when I tell him to talk about your dad. That's well, I mean, wh- where do you want to start? I well, mean, it doesn't my matter. Dad, my t- dad, my dad, he was a father of seven kids. Uh, he did everything he could. Uh, at one point, he, 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 he started working in downtown LA. That's where he was working for AT&T down there. Then he worked in Irvine. And then finally, he decided to work from home. So he could be, so he can help out more, be around us more when we had to get picked up from school, uh, go to any kind of uh, practices, and uh, but yeah, for the most part, it was just so he could be around us more and spend more time with us instead of just being away. Because it got to a point where, like, with our mom, that she had to go back to work and whatnot. So she worked part time in the evening. Yeah, so it was somebody had to be there at. While she was gone or else it was I mean it was vice versa But um But it got to a point where it was like a little overwhelming for her Mm -hmm. So he had to be there to balance it Dad was a Very much a uh Family person I mean anytime we can I mean if if he could have built a house For all of us to live in He would have just built a bigger and bigger house So that we can bring our families in To live in different sections You know how you know how you know how you hear about like Asian people when they just They they build like that mansion. Yeah. They well, like yeah. Well, then years. and then it's like it's on this plot of land, and then you have this plot of land. But then it's like the whole block is just us. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's a lot of you. Yeah. Yeah. There were yeah, a lot of us, and then you multiply all of us now, and yeah, kids. it gets bigger. But he loved just everybody being together, even though it was chaotic. There were, I mean, there were six of us that lived at home, six children at home. Um, we have an older um, half brother, but he, he lived with his mom. But I mean, at home we had eight in our house. There three were bedrooms, three one bathroom. Bedroom, one bathroom. Sorry, thank you. Talk um, closer sorry, to the mic. I didn't, I didn't realize I was that far. Um, That's why I get caught breathing because I stay close <laughs> to the mic. Yeah. See, so the the backstory about that is that he used to talk like this. What's up, everybody? And every, like, you yeah, didn't hear anything you were saying. Going away from it, so he would start like laughing. I'm, but then I feel like if I'm too close, then I'm going to be too loud. No, no that's fine. That's, that's what the poppers were. Yeah. Okay. It oh, takes good. away, you know, oh, all okay. that stuff. So, <laughs> as I was saying, plot lots of land, people in the house. lots of people, lots of people in the one house. bathroom. And it was always chaotic. It was yes, three bedrooms, one bathroom, eight people. 
It's not that bad. Oh. oh, not that bad. Not that bad. No, no, no. When we lived in, in Whittier, we were helping out a lot of people and we had one bathroom and there was close. We were like at 18 people. Ooh. It was three bedrooms. We ended up building another like bedroom. <laughs> we ended up building another bedroom just on the patio because you know, it's just a lot of people came together. So yeah. when you say that, I'm like, I totally yeah. get it. We don't know how we survived, but yeah. you, know, you do. I used to pee in the backyard. <laughs> oh, I would too. Yeah, I, pee in the I would too. Yeah, like oh, the bathrooms are chosen. I don't need the yeah, bathroom. Right. Right. I just think, oh, the no, what you do is you go to a potted plant, you poop in it, you put the, you put it back in there, you fertilizer. Oh, God. I don't know if that's how it works, but okay. I think that's how it no, works. That's not how it I think works. that's how it works. Um, I mean, plant I didn't, didn't grow, I but didn't. I think that's how it works. <laughs> plant didn't grow. But but anyway, my point in that is uh, <laughs> just to bring it back. Um, and even in that all the chaos, you you would just see him sitting there just with a smile on his face, just seeing everybody interact and everybody. I mean, you can be arguing. He'd just still be like, oh, okay, everybody's together. Everybody is in the same room. My family is all here, even if there were arguments or fights or messing around or whatever. It was just that we were all there. And that was when he was, I think, at his happiest. And one of the things we actually used to do that he actually enjoyed going to or being a part of, we would have family picnics, which each like each family would kind of pick a picnic or kind of try to centralize it, but it would be more so wherever that person lived. This is for all of our extended uh, yeah, family. Yeah, extended family. So it could be people coming from another state or whatever, and we'd end up like on this weekend, we're going to have the family picnic. So we'd have, so it'd be like, 40, 50 people out there more well, with their that. kid. Yeah, close to probably 80, 100 oh. people. Mm-hmm. And and people you hadn't seen. And sometimes that would be the only time you saw them for a year. Like, but these are family reunions that had started back in the 70s. Yeah. So, it, I mean, those were always fun. And just, but we haven't had them in, like, what, at least 15 years? Mm-hmm. Something like that. So, I mean, the idea keeps get, getting kicked around, but... Nothing ever gets set in stone. Okay. So when you when you used to see like your pops, did you ever think like, all right, well, I'm gonna be like my dad if I ever have kids? Or did you try to think like I'm gonna stray away from Uh as much as as much as I, I so a lot of stuff was based like I followed my sisters when it came to school, came to a lot of things. So they are set in the bar to where now I made the decision where I'm setting a different bar. Let's be clear. We have two older sisters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then it's me. Then it's Alex. Okay. The two older ones were the high achievers. I was pretty average. <laughs> so the bar was not that high by the time it came to you. No. It's Alex, though. <laughs> I kind of helped lower it It's, it's Alex, though. <laughs> but, it was still, but it was still up there. You were still more academics than I was. I... I, I I was definitely more of a well. I we want to say more, more of a social, social butterfly. We were definitely, but more social that's what our that's what our that's what my dad used to call us like social butterfly. Oh, it's just talking uh, here, 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 here. Gotcha. That's how you are. And um, but I think it kind of just turned into that way that like without actually thinking about it of treating kids, treating everybody like in that way that I was treated. So it, I mean subconsciously it just happened like it's not like i tried to do it it just happened that way okay because i went away from my dad <laughs> well i, I hope away. so <laughs> uh my dad was a dick but you probably could have uh tapped that resource a little nah. dallas nah now if i tapped that resource to dallas it'd be a he'd be a completely different person true because it would have been more or less like yeah i remember from when i was six no Seven. So from seven until 14, my dad would beat me up at least three times a week. At least three times a week. Like, she would, like, see me in, when we were in junior high or in high school. I'd come to school with, like, a hoodie on. And it'd be, like, 90 degrees, dude. Uh-huh. And she'd, she'd be like, you know, why are you wearing a hoodie? I was like, oh, I'm cold, sweating. There's, <laughs> I'm cold, sweating. Bro, <laughs> I could drown a midget in my underwear. <laughs> It was so bad under there. It was just so bad. But it was more of a point like like I used to think like, all right, well, if I did better at football or baseball, my dad wouldn't hit me so much. And then it got to a point where like I was in All-Stars. That didn't matter. He still beat me up. One time I like we won the All-Star game 
And he broke my trophy and said, you think you're better than me? And threw my trophy outside the house. So it's just about him, like, you upstaging him. Yeah. This is a grown-ass man, and I'm, like, 12. I mean, in hindsight, that's, I mean, not even in hindsight. It's, like, how it's supposed to be. Your kids are supposed to be better than you. Well, it's not a reflection of you. It's a reflection of where he was at. Yeah, I know. He was was fucked up. Perfection. So Sean was saying that yes, the kids should be better than you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, they should be, but he didn't. He didn't like that shit. So then at, at that point, like my mom was never home, so she was at working or doing whatever she was doing. So my dad, being like who he was, it was just like mom didn't. My mom honestly didn't know sometimes that he that he would come over. Oh shit! Yeah. So it'd be sometimes like I'd be excited like my dad was there, but then I'd like it would it'd be quickly turn bad. So it wasn't fun. But I did get this big from understanding that, like, you know, it was more of a defense mechanism to lift weights and get bigger so that nobody could fuck with me again. You what, were kind of smaller in high school. Yeah. You were thinner. Like, <laughs> like smaller. Like, I was super thin. Oh, um, that's funny because I keep watching this clip from Knock Around Guys where he's Vin Diesel's in the bar. Oh, and yeah. He talks about when he's a kid. Like he he fights yeah fight, yeah he, he he automatically pinned the number was five hundred yeah five hundred was made you a genuine tough guy winning fights or having five hundred fights yeah. and he's like along the way you learn that it's not about it's not about uh, I don't even know if it's about winning anymore it's just oh it's about winning. showing showing that because <laughs> when you tough. lose it does not feel good yeah but it's like just showing that you're tough that you can do it yeah so. For me, it was going way away from it. So I, I was gonna ask, like I can't ask like about kids because Chuck doesn't have kids. I think for me, I have definitely take definitely taken a lot of what he did and taken that patience and talking to us and use that in my own parenting and kind of taking a break, explaining why something has to be done or why they have to do this and having more patience for my kids because that opens up the relationship for them to be able to feel more comfortable to talk to me, to be able to come to me for things. Or if they get upset, Hey, let's calm down. Let's take a break. Or just, I think just having patience. Cause that's what he had a lot of was patience. Mm-hmm. He had a lot of patience and what I loved and always admired about him. And I didn't realize it until years later was that he always had a way to talk to each one of us in a way that we would understand no matter what the situation was like he could probably he probably talked to Alex more so for sports related things and he would explain things in sports terms to understand it better for me I was big into theater I've always been into theater and drama and acting and stuff like that so it was always explained to me in theater terms like if there was some situation or something I was trying to get through or whatever oh well think about it like the stage manager or you're the actor on stage and then there's the light or you know whatever it was whatever our thing was he always had a way to explain it so that we'd understand it and click depending on what that what we're, we were related, was. like the what, relatable what, part yeah. was. I I was always fascinated by that, and I try to do it, but it's and one of the not, things I don't hard. have I don't have that skill yet. Very hard. <laughs> I'm a hard now, ass. Now, now, <laughs> with that being said, how does that play into it with kid, your kids? So Damien and Mariana, with Damien being deaf, like how did how did that change things that you had to? I think for him, it's it's explaining it more, explaining it deeper, explaining it in different perspectives, giving more of a visualization, more explanation, because he's not getting as much of that information directly, because that's what happens with children who are deaf, is they're not getting as much of that incidental learning that we get as hearing people, hearing conversations or hearing somebody talk about things. They're not getting that unless it's directly taught you know, towards them or they can clearly hear that conversation going on somewhere else. Um, so for him, it's giving him a lot more of that explanation of why it's can't just say, no, you can't. Well, why, you know, we as hearing people get that why, you know, just from everyday learning, but for him, he needs to have more of the explanation and examples and, you know, 
the he and but Damien is also very different in that he lives in the black and white. Gray doesn't exist, <laughs> so it's That's, teaching him. That sounds like my kid. <laughs> <laughs> teaching him the gray and teaching him that not everything is. Oh no, you know, there is black no gray. White. Oh no, there is no gray with my son. What's better now? It's gotten better, but he, him for him, it's very like. He doesn't understand like empathy for people mm-hmm. and he's very pragmatic. So like the emotion part of stuff, he can rationalize it in his head mm-hmm. where if I explain it to him in like scientific terms or just very like, mm, like just very neutrally, he, uh, he could, he can process that and he'll be okay with that. So like when his his dad left when when they were younger and so when i had to have that conversation with them i was just very honest with him and he understood it and he was like okay and i feel like he rationalizes things better than adults do because he sometimes. was just like sometimes because he was like well you know dad was sick and it's better for him to be where he's at now than like hurting us he could have hurt us and you know i'm thankful that he left so you know and he was like seven when we had this conversation versus like darren is really emotional so for him it was very like heartbreaking and devastating and he was crying and he's very upset uh but they sounds like my daughter she's yeah. very emotional yes. <laughs> oh my gosh watching a, a movie about Animals. Okay, they've been Animal they've got been here. hurt and she cries and cries. How old is she? Thing. She's ten. They've been here. They've been you've been here for five five weeks. Five weeks. Now. Okay, five weeks now. I think that first week after that first week, she got up just in tears, out of bed, just in absolute tears, crying. She comes and walks over like she's like, "What's, what's Lauren's what? like? What's wrong? I miss I miss Boston." Our dog. The dog. It's <laughs> absolute tears. And I'm like, yeah. all right. I miss the dogs. And we've had a, probably three or four. It's been like once a week. She's just like, I miss the dogs. And I'm like, okay, we're there. Yeah. <laughs> like she They're was worried. There. Like she she was worried. Or both of them were worried if they were going to remember them when they got back. Because they've been gone for so long. Yeah, this is the longest uh, one of our dogs has ever been. Or we've been away, away from, from him. him. We've had him since he was a puppy, so he's been kind of freaking out a little bit. My in-laws are taking care of them. <laughs> so so um, another question is, obviously growing up hearing and everything, and how was how how big of a change was it moving into like the deaf world? Like how how much how hard was the change going into it, or adapting? Let's go with adapting. Adapting to the world of like being like that community of being like the deaf community. Ah, uh, that was a long time ago. I feel like my brain has lost the memory of how things have gone. Um, I don't think it was that difficult. Um, <laughs> he's like don't look don't, at me yeah. no i don't know i don't feel like it was that difficult i mean i think we've learned to adjust things and you know now i i i'm very much aware of things when they're not accessible and um you know making sure that we always have the captions on i i hate watching tv now without captions on or anything without captions just because i'm captions. so it's because well, you can't so, read. No, because I'm start reading the captions. It's and because I he stutters in the... his head when he reads. That's it's true. He does. He does. He does. There's in his head. You can see him when he's when he reads the script. He'll read it perfectly. And then once he starts talking in his head, he's reading it, but his eyes start shifting somewhere else. And then he just starts reading it like like he's reading two different paragraphs at once, and it doesn't work. And yeah, I always catch him doing it. Brain going on. Yeah. Thinking of other things. Pretty much. You're welcome. You're welcome. Even though you recorded all that. You're you're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Boom. Um, But no, I don't think it was. I don't think it was all that difficult for me. Um, I mean, I've been I've been signing since what now? Seventeen years. Eighteen years. Seventeen. Two thousand four. Oh, that's a lot. Seventeen. Seventeen years. Yeah. So way before I met Sean. I had already by that point been signing for seven years. We met in two thousand nine, so five years. I had already been signing for five years. So, 
Um, what got you interested in learning sign language? It was a it was a Saturday class. I was a senior in high school, and I was interested in taking sign language, and so I took it. Um, community college. It was a Saturday class. Failed the first time at the level one. Took it first year in college and passed with an A. Did the second level, passed with an A. Did the third level, passed with an A. By the fourth level, it was like, ooh, this is a little challenging. <laughs> that got a little challenging. But for me, ASL was just so, it was so visual, and I'm a visual learner, and things made sense, and I picked up on it really quickly. And that was where I, I mean, that's where I've been ever since. And um, now I have fallen into education. I knew I wanted to do something in the deaf community, just didn't know what. Um, and so now I have found myself in education. Um, so I'm a teacher for special education. I'm deaf and hard of hearing, or teacher for the deaf and hard of hearing. Um, but I love it. I love it. See, I remember her talking because she worked in the Garden Grove District. So when she worked there, and that was early on when she started learning sign language, that um, she'd work with the special ed kids. So she worked over at Jordan. And... You didn't get my whole work history. Whatever. Anyway, <laughs> well, she. I remember her telling me that there was a kid that they were having issues with. Oh, no, he doesn't understand. He doesn't know what's going on. He's a hard case, this and that. Well, the kid, he was deaf, wasn't he? So she was the only one that could communicate. And once she started signing with him, no problem. Yeah. Not well, a problem he, with the kid. He definitely looking now. If I knew what I know now back then, because I was like, what, 20, 21. Yeah. Of course, I didn't know that much. I didn't know more than the teachers that were there. But I knew that he he just he needed more language. It wasn't so much ability or that he needed special education services because he didn't know the information it was just he needed more language and a lot of the teachers were just like oh just do it for him just do it for him and i'm like but he he could he can do he just needs the asl to do it just to understand um but yeah that was that was one kid that i wonder where he's at now hopefully he got the services that he needed you know who usually or at randomly pop up at work uh, Eden's mom. Aww, she always said, oh, sweetheart. how's Lauren doing? Oh, she was yeah. a sweetheart. Tell her I said hi. Yeah. Mom owned a very good bakery. Okay. <laughs> but back to parenting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Talking yeah. about fathers. What? Yeah, I was talking about fathers. I want to talk about my dad. Yeah. He sucks. All right, April, go ahead. My dad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what, what, what's, what's one one of your favorite memories or one of the favorite things you dad? Dad used to do growing up that you still think about or it's like, oh, I I want to do that with my kids. I think just um, like like new experiences. I think that my childhood was a mix of very traumatic stuff and good stuff. And I think, I mean, Beige and I have had this conversation tons of times. I think my dad tried the best that he could. Um, but he, uh, was very abusive and I got like a big part of it. I was like the first kid. And so it's the oldest. Um, and so I got a lot of the abuse and I wasn't a bad kid. I, she was a nerd. (laughs) She read books a lot. I saw she did was sit down and read books. I did like to read. Um, but my, uh, my dad had just difficulties parenting. So I feel like if I compare it to his upbringing and the way that he, uh, tried to parent us, I feel like he did better, but it was still very, um, yeah, it was, it was, it was stressful living at home and it was difficult having him there sometimes and nothing was ever good enough. And, uh, it was very difficult growing up in that type of in that type of uh, environment. And then my mom kind of offset it because she was really um, patient with us. And it was like a like a day and night type thing. And I know that my dad tried because it wasn't like that every single day. But there was definitely a lot of, you know, abuse and See? things that Just- I can't. Shitty yeah. dads on Just, the side of the table. Jesus I didn't say Christ. shitty. Didn't but what I'm saying, like, with her, she tells me I'm a pushover. <laughs> with the with, with the girls? With Deja. With the girls. Like, with Lexi and with, like, Deja, she says, I'm, I'm a pushover. With the boys, wow. I'm stern. You know, it's kind of interesting how it, it seems like it flops 
where where fathers are typically a little softer with their daughters and moms are a little softer with their sons. That's true. But then moms are harder on the daughters and dads are harder on the sons. Yes. I think because there is kind of a, like, you know what a girl is capable of doing. So you've got that higher expectation for the girls, right? But then for your son, you're like, oh, Oh, my baby. He's so sweet. He's so little. Whereas men have that same thing where they're like, no, I know what a man, you know, what I'm trying to raise to be. You broke your leg? Get the fuck up. Yeah. (laughs) Walk it off. Get in the car. Yeah, no. So she says I'm like, because, you know, like, like, she's spoiled. Like, I spoil her. Like, I already know that. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. But with my daughter, I've never put my hands on her. Like, you know, I've never hit her ever. Because I never want, because you know when you hit your kids, you're just like, you know, I love you still. But I never wanted my daughter to. Are you doing that while you're hitting them? No, but there's people there's people that, that hit their kid and be like, I don't want to do this. You know, I love you. Or even yeah. after you hit them. Like, I love you. You know, I don't want to do that. Everything calms down. Yeah, I don't. I never want my daughter to correlate violence with love when she gets older. I never want her to be like when a guy gets near her. Oh, like, he loves me. He's, he hits me. But yeah, but he loves, he loves me. me. So that was one of the things that like so, even. So Myra. Yeah, but Myra, yeah, Myra's super fucked yeah. up. There's a girl, okay. <laughs> I do this on this show all the time, but fuck it. There's a girl named Myra, and she worked at a store I, I used to, you know, pretty frequent. And um, so she was with some dude for what, five years? Four or five years. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. He got another girl pregnant. Oh, yeah. And she came to work super excited that she was going to be a stepmom. Yeah. That was her. That was her. And hey, he used to hey, knock her around. Yeah. Hey, hey, guys. Yeah, I'm yeah she's stepmom. Yeah, she used to come home with like, or she used to come to work with like a black eye. Yeah, so and we'd be have like, like her sunglasses on. Yeah, or, or she had scratches. Have like heavy, heavy makeup. Yeah, we'd be like, what happened? And she'd be like, oh, you know, it was my fault. We got into an argument. He pushed me. I, I should have kept my balance. He, he caught, caught you with his fist. Yeah, but he loves me still. And then he, and then he got another girl pregnant. Yeah. Oh. So she's a stepmom to two kids. And she's super I don't know if happy. They're still together. Yeah, they're still together, dude. Oh my god! They're on Facebook. They're still together. Big yeah, hit, big hit. She's another big head. She's Tito oh, Ortiz head. Dude, it's 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 yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, we like to we like to have fun. It's okay. I don't know what it was. Anyway, <laughs> no, but it's it's crazy. I never want to correlate that with with my daughter getting hit. Um, even with like Lexi, like I'll talk to her. Um, but he is a pushover with the girls. He really is. Yeah, I like Definitely to do stuff for him. And with so. the boys, he's very like, nope, nope, no leniency, nope, nope. No, it's not because if you let kids grow up to it, and Dallas is the perfect, the perfect you know, poster child for this. My, my son just turned 17. Fuck, I'm old. Okay, but so. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, he just turned 17, and my son is what, 6'4, six, 6'5? Like two ten, and he has never wanted to be an athlete. He just wasted that height, wasted all of it. And what does he do? He just sits at home all day because he was given too much leniency in his life to a point of like, hey, if you don't want to do this, it's okay. Hey, if you don't want to do this, it's okay. If this is happening, it's okay. You know. So I mean, it it just sucks. So that's why my 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 point even to the boys now, the the twins, is like you know what you're supposed to do and you do it. Mm-hmm. Like if you don't do it You don't ever disrespect mom You don't ever disrespect any an adult And if you do there's a consequence You're supposed to do what you're supposed to do You know what to do Yeah, It's not like you got a million things to do It's not like, like when, for me when I was a kid Coming home and being scared Yeah Like, yeah. like where's I my dad I see, you see in, in how I think how it goes when When pe- well, like parents Or when other people talk Oh well like what they end up doing is not not a reflection on you or whatnot for the parent. I think for me, at least the way I see it is like that right or wrong, the small things growing up as kids, those basic, that basic foundation. Yeah. Now it does reflect who you are. Cause it's like how my older brother said, that's you're their first teacher. Mm-hmm. So if you're doing a bad job, then well, when they get into school, it's not going to get any better. It's not their job to do that. It's just teach them math, how to read, stuff like that. But the unfortunate thing is that a lot of parents are leaning on the schools to do a lot Oh, absolutely. Of that. No. To, to, to provide more and more to... Structure? You know, yeah. <laughs> no. It comes, that it's like, oh, you do it. It's like, what? 
<laughs> He's like, what? <laughs> what? They'll, they'll learn that stuff. They'll learn it. They'll learn got it. it. It's all good. So what's a what's a what's a good memory that you have, of Dad? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I think just the way that he would he would greet us or greet me. I mean, what I remember greet greet me when I'd come home. I mean, he always got excited. Lauren's home. I mean, oh, I do in, remember that. because Lauren's you were in home. drama and all that, so he, he would make a everything deal. a production. <laughs> so he's like, "Lauren's home," like something yeah. crazy. We're all like, "What?" And then it's, "Hey, Alex." It's like, what? Oh, I was wondering if anybody else got the big production. No, too. no, no. <laughs> I did at the store when your dad would come into the store. Oh yeah, I'd be there. Be, uh, well, because at that time. Uh, there were, I mean, there all the checkers that we had there, like because we grew up in that yeah. store, so like pe- he knew people. But yeah, once I introduced certain people, like he would come in later at night, yeah. and he would, hey, so and so, hey, so and so. It's like, oh shit. <laughs> okay. He loved meeting new people, and he'd, he'd remember, he'd remember them. Mm-hmm. He was, he was like, he was like Tyra. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that's Tyra like remembering. Yeah. He knows exactly who you are. Yeah, Tyra was like fucking weird. Name, though. You hadn't seen him for like a year. He still yeah. remembered. Your Tyra name. would remember your name, like where you worked, what store you started at. You'd yeah. be like, "Oh yeah, you started at this store. You were there for this long. Oh, how you doing?" I'm like, "What the? F-? Yeah, yeah. Like, you met me once. Yeah, and that was like a two years ago. Like I don't. He had a crazy. Yeah, memory. it was just insane. <laughs> but yeah, that's how our dad was. And then if, and if he forgot, he he would find out what happened to you. Yeah. Like if you moved along, why are you still here? What you've been doing in that time since the last time he saw? That's how he was, just to get get you get to know whoever he interacted with. And because uh, like weirder, the weirder the better. Oh yeah, it was always funny because he would just start. He would just keep asking more and more questions, and he would mm-hmm. he would stand there and listen to you, no matter what you had to say. It'd be I the would, weirdest I shit wanted, off the you wall. Wanted to hear that's everybody's it. story. Yeah. Like I said, the weirder the better. We'd go on family vacations and you'd find, you know, we'd go to the whatever touristy place. And if there was that one guy hanging out in the corner that was, you know, he would say something. Whatever. He'd go up, you know, start talking with him. If he, if the guy started striking up a conversation with him, he'd talk back and find out his story and they'd sit there chit chatting. So, and we'd be in the car like, all right, all right can we go now? We're ready to go. We're, we're moving along. Our crazy person 35. Uh-huh. Can, can we make it there? Yeah. <laughs> Yep. But, <laughs> but, no, yeah. Well, I mean, I got a, I got a couple of them, but one of them I remember. So I grew up with four sisters. So every, every like, like a week before the holiday, like Christmas and all that, or Thanksgiving, all of them and my mom would go to her mom's house to, um, to make tamales. So they have a tamale making party. Okay. Well, so me and my dad would stay home. Well. <laughs> This was the awesome part. So he, it somehow it, it worked itself out because they left, and he's like, "All right, we're going to the movies." What? Whoa! What? So we we ended up so so right there. So you know, right there on Chapman by the riverbed, how that they used to have that that uh, movie theater right there oh, it was a so dome. True. No, no, <gasps> that was that yes. dome. Yes, now yes, it's yes, a bunch yes. of homes. Yeah, but uh, so it was there. Yeah. We went and saw that Power Ranger movie. Oh. So, but I mean, as however old I was, like I was excited. Plus, I got we got to go out because that meant we went to McDonald's. We got to, like he he <laughs> he packed it on, and we went to the movies. Um, and I think he ended up like buying me a Power Ranger toy after that. It was awesome. Aww. But all the girls were gone, so he's Cooking. like, so after yeah. <laughs> so afterwards, we were he's like making working. <laughs> so after that, he's like just. Don't tell your sisters, please. <laughs> Here it is, thirty years there later. There it right. is, twenty-five years later. But I mean, that's the kind. I mean, that's also the kind of person my dad was. So um, he also coached me, and uh, I played flag, fo- flag football because I was too fat for Pop Warner. Yeah, I remember you telling me that. Yeah, actually, your dad telling me that. That was funny. Yeah, so I was too fat for for Pop Warner, and they ha- didn't have Junior All American, which was heavier weights. Mm-hmm. And they sure as shit wasn't anywhere close to unlimited weights on anything. So flag football for the city was the next thing. And I think at the time also, like he did, he, I, it was a little before the, before it's time, but I don't think he wanted me hitting anybody yet. Like how pop Warner is now, like with the whole concussion thing and everything. So I don't think he had gotten to that point yet, but 
we one I remember one year we were I shit you not so there was two two teams in the same age range and like whoever the coach was for that first team the A team like they like stacked the deck so they took all the good people we ended up getting a quarterback from like a higher division so he came down well we were like the bad news bears well when we played that other team we ended up just smoking them like no problem my dad just had him he's like all right we're doing this and we did it like i don't remember but we had like a good receiver we had the quarterback the line was good like and uh we ended up i think we ended up into like the semis that year in the playoffs and we end up losing because like our, our 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 star receiver like something happened with him like i don't know if he made it that day or he got hurt just so that team ended up just beating us but uh but I remember we would stay until if our practice ended right before dark, he would stay until every kid got picked up, mm-hmm. no matter what. And then, and then on top of that, if a kid didn't get picked up, he we would end up just taking him home, like he because he had everybody's address and he had. So that was back. Also, he would also from time to time have to look at the Thomas Guide to see where he went. <laughs> oh, well, you pulled yeah. out the map and yep. you're like, where am yeah, I? It's the pages. <laughs> I would be fucking lost if that was me. <laughs> so, Dad had this cool game that we used to play where we'd get lost and he, so we, we each kind of oh, turned turn. Oh, that's right. And he'd drive all over Orange County. We wouldn't know, we weren't paying attention. We were just. We didn't know where we were going. Well, one of us would have to, whoever was it, would uh, cover their eyes or whatever. He'd go drive somewhere and then it was like, okay, get, get us home. And so we'd have to give directions home. We had to know where the major streets were. We needed to know landmarks and things like that or the freeways and, and whatnot. And um, we stopped that. playing the game when every time we played, we ended up at Dairy Queen, which was right down the street <laughs> from our house. So they were like, okay, clearly you guys know where you're going now and how to get places. But I remember as a, as a young adult being able, you know, when I first started driving, you know, we'd go out for drives or whatever, and I knew my way around. Like, I had mm-hmm. a better sense of direction um, because of those 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 games games that we yeah. would play. And Obviously, he, he knew where he was at. It's just we had to do it. Yeah. And he loved just going out for drives. And I remember when she first got her, because she got in it. Her first car was a Chevy Aveo. Mm. Okay. So for our dad to like trust her driving or they're going on a trip or something like a road trip, like coming up, like it was planned. So he's like, all right, well, I'm going to test you. Drove them to Dodger Stadium and said, all right, get us home. And they ended I got up, us home. Yeah, ended up getting home. But I was just like, that's a game of plan? Okay. <laughs> I mean, even when I like. Early on when I was I started driving, like even just in, in, in Garden Grove, if there was a street I hadn't been down, I just turned down it. Like a main street. I obviously I didn't give two shits about neighborhoods, but like I'd be driving down. So if I went down Chapman, there's ninth. Yeah. Well I'm like, well what's between what's between Chapman and Catella? Well, going down ninth, I'm like, fuck it. So on my way back home from from uh from the high school picking up my brother, all right, let's just go down this way. Or no, Cynthia at the time. I uh, I, de- I think he definitely gave us our sense of just curiosity and wanting and to know where. Fi- things okay, were. well, we don't know, so go figure it out. Go find out what the answer is. Go find out what's down that way because he was he was very encouraging. And okay, we'll see what happens. What's the worst that can happen? You know what's what's the worst? You get, get a no. You don't You'll get, get home. lost. And then, yeah. Right, and then you find a, a payphone somewhere to call because of course. Oh, that was oh. before cell phones. <laughs> the one, the part that I always had fun with was. Uh, <laughs> do you remember that old commercial where the the guy calls collect, and he leaves a message where you're supposed to say your name? Yeah, we he's like we had a baby at the boy. <laughs> and he hung up. Yeah, so you don't have to actually. So that, it, so, yeah. that, so that it went. So when the dad picks up, hey, so and so had a baby. It's a boy. <laughs> he just hangs, hangs up. Hangs up in the paperwork. <laughs> so eventually I started doing that because well, I would call collects. I didn't have any coins on me. but And they'd start getting mad because they would start getting the charges. <laughs> so I. Uh, um, so I would start doing that. Hey, I'm here. That. Uh, and then I'll call again to finish the message. <laughs> Bro, bitch. <laughs> I think I don't. Do I have a? 
you have any good memories of your dad? I have one. He bought me ice or, cream. Or parents. No, he bought I me mean, ice either cream. Either one. Of my mom? Yeah. <laughs> She's she like, taught you how to box. Sure, she did. Well, what about any other parent like figures? Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, close friends. No, I didn't. I didn't family. Have, yeah, so my best friend I've known since I was like four. After a while, I just started going to his house. So I'd be at his house. So his parents, his parents aren't awesome either, but they're way better than 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 my dad. Like I say, way better than my mom. My mom tried. Um, it was a lot for her to take on and a lot for her to do. Plus, she was trying to always find someone to be with. Like she didn't want to be alone, which I understand. You go through as much stuff as she went through with like my dad and other stuff in her life. You know, my siblings are fucking tards. Um, in the nicest possible way. Um, oh, they're so stupid. Um, but just in that aspect, like I understand like her not being around. So I guess if we're talking about like other adults, it would probably be my my brother Danny's family, but that's about it. Like the best memory I have of my dad was when I was like 11 and I come home one day and he went and got me ice cream. But he got me ice cream because he knew I had been saving my money from like allowances and he asked me for it. So he buttered me up and then took, it was only like 26 bucks. I was trying to buy a game with it. Oh. But it was only like 26 bucks. Still so $26. I know. For a little kid see, but, yeah. see, but. That is a lot. It always blew me away when when people, when like friends would be like, oh, I did this or they get an allowance at the end of the week, once a week. And it's like, all right, what'd you do for it? And it's like, I don't know. Well, some were like, well, I had to do this, this, and this. These are my chores for the week. So make sure I got done. I get money at the end of the week. And the other ones, they just got an allowance. But for us, it was unheard. like my. I remember. I remember. I went and bought ice cream at the ice cream truck, mm-hmm. and I forgot. I think it was my dad turned around and took the ice cream back to get the money back because he didn't want me getting ice cream from the ice cream truck. Our allowance was collecting the cans, yeah. and the bottles, and going and cashing yeah. them in. <laughs> I mean, you wanted money for something. The, I mean, they'd be like, "Well, there's cans in the backyard. You better go start separating yeah. them if you want some money." Because yeah. I mean, they had six kids. How are they going to? And then looking at the penny saver because then you'd have a coupon because oh, yeah. like yeah. it'd be like so if it's like what I was it like couponing. a yeah if it's like whatever by the pound it's like like ten cents more a pound or yeah. something like that. But um, I used to use sports to get money. So like I used to be like like good when I was a little kid. So it'd be more of a point like I would go to a park and when other kids were practicing, I'd practice, but not practice with them. So I'd be doing my own thing, and the coach would see me. Like, hey, come here. And I'd go over to him. He'd be like, oh, you do this, this, and this. I was like, nah, I can't right now. He's like, why? I'm hungry. I'm going to go home. He's like, all right, I'll buy you something to eat right now. You stay here. I'm like, all right, cool. That's my lunch. Yeah. <laughs> do you guys give an allowance or anything? I was. my my uh, Well, my mom was a stay-at-home mom for a little bit. And then as we got older, my mom got a job. So then both my parents made pretty good money. So I got... Anywhere from twenty to thirty dollars a week, which was for lunch money. The fuck! But I used to make my own <laughs> 20 lunch. Twenty to thirty. I heard that correct. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why I said There's what the zeros fuck? on that. <laughs> and I wouldn't spend it. I would save it. So, you know, do you like, do it for your kids now? Oh, I have them. I used to do allowance, but they blow their money. Uh, video games. Hold stuff on. And it so, me so it was funny. So Damien, like, I was like, hey. For the ROC for and for basic check, I was like, "Hey, if you do some kind of drawing for us that we can put on IG or whatever, I'll pay you your services because they want to be animators, right?" Yeah. He did something for me, right? I this I gave this kid the money at seven fifty two, right? <laughs> seven fifty four. The money is gone. Gone. <laughs> so they he can see how it goes. Like he yeah. sees. So they have de- spend it. That we have. Yeah. So they have a debit card through like us, and it shows what gets spent. Where and when, right? So, like, I get a notification. I'm like, why is my phone notification? And it shows Damon has spent $19.99. <laughs> I'm like, dude. He's like, what? Yeah. I was like, it's gone already? He's like, yeah, uh, it's all right. I'll, I'll make more money. He never made more money. Oh, no, no, he did. He helped me. So, we, we went yeah, her, not with me. We went couponing, like, a week or two ago. And I was like, if we use your phone, right? I get a bonus. And then you get a bonus. So, we'll we'll do coupons on your phone. So I told him, I'll give you half of whatever we make. Well, we ended up making like 40 bucks or getting $40 back plus the bonuses that he got. So I'm like, okay, you get to keep 20. 
As soon as he found out he didn't make 20, he's like, um, I want this Nerf gun. I'm like, you just got this money. Like, you need to save your money. And he's like, oh, it's okay. I could do something else. And I was like. Burning a hole in his pocket. It's frustrating. So what I have now, I used to have a savings account. And I was like, no, that doesn't make any sense. I ended up opening a, I don't know, it's like a, a type of investment slash it could be used for like their education, a down payment on a house, a retirement fund, a house fund, and and they it isn't like they could pull money out of it. So let's say that it's they're twenty five and they want a down payment to a house, and the life insurance plan is worth thirty five thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. They can take it out and use the thirty five thousand down payment as per house, and then their monthly doesn't change. It's exactly the same, but it just continues building. So I I figured that was much better than mm. giving the money because it's not does not <laughs> it yeah, does not I stay very a, long. I definitely had it I definitely had to earn mine and mine took fucking forever. So the way our house was set up growing up, like if you put the sprinkler in the middle of the yard, like it would just get that. But there was like a patch of grass on the side of the house that led to a gate where you literally only have to put the sprinkler you can only put it there. Like it still wouldn't get out anywhere close. Well, he, t- my dad turned around and he told me, he's like, all right, you have, you have, you have a week to make sure that it, this stays green. So, and it was pretty dead. So every day I went out there and went out there before school, watered it at night, watered it, went for a week, finally got it green and I got 10 bucks. I was Aww. so excited, but my dad wouldn't <laughs> give up. But that's the I thing. I feel like you had more opportunities <laughs> to but, get allowance. But, like I'll give you ten dollars right now. No, 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 but, yes. no, no. But the thing was, was uh, that he was trying to do was just, hey, you got to work at it. Like, it, and it doesn't just happen just like that. Like you, it, it's a process. How? What's the age difference? I'm two years older. Oh, it's not that big of a difference. No. no. So we, man. He got a lot more opportunities, I think, doing stuff in the yard. That mm-hmm. was kind of his thing. I feel like our parents were very traditional and like the girls were doing stuff in, inside the house and the boys were doing stuff. Boys. Alex was mostly doing things outside yeah, the house. Yeah, because Nick didn't come yeah, along. Yeah, Nick didn't come along for years, a while, right? Yeah, 10 years he was later. Way, way later. Yeah. But. It was mostly you doing like the yard work and stuff like that that you'd got money oh, for. Oh, and he, but put, we never he, got he money, bought me like, he bought me a uniform, so like like blue pants, boots, yep. and a work shirt, so I look like a fucking gardener. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm gonna need that. And picture. he got and he would get pissed when I would go out there to help him for the to, to do the yard mm-hmm. and not wear it because he'd be out there wearing the same thing. I'm like, damn, what's like in hindsight, like thinking back, thinking back, I'm like. Dad, we're just missing the little Toyota truck with a bunch of shit on it. <laughs> now you got it. There you go. <laughs> you matching Life outfits. lessons. It's a good tip. Uh, yeah, we don't do allowance in our house. I feel like you are living here, so therefore you need to do your fair share. Mm-hmm. And of course the kids are like, but why? Because uh, you live here. I mean, I could start giving you an allowance, but I'm also going to probably start charging you for stuff around here. So which do you prefer? That's similar to the conversation yeah. we and had. Where I was they, like, okay, look, we're going out. We're going to dinner. We're going to the park. We're buying you ice cream. Shit yes. We're going to dinner. Oh, no, I'm sorry. We said that. We're going to the movies. We're, you know, we're having all these activities. I'm like, you're not paying for it. So what we're going to do is we're removing the allowance. We'll give you money once in a while. Yeah. But we're doing other stuff. So you don't need allowance. Yeah. What do you really need? Exactly. <laughs> but our Damien is much like your Damien. Damien? Yeah. And that, so we've been on vacation and we've gone and we've done things and we're like, hey, we'll give you money when we go here. We'll, we go there, whatever. And of course, so they're both 10 and my daughter. Wait, you have twins too? I have twins. Yeah. Twins. What? Yes. Oh. They're twins. 10 years old, boy and a girl. Um, so she'll, she'll kind of think through it and like find some things, find some things, you know, what, what, what looks good. You know, she'll, she's a little bit more, you know, thoughtful about it. Whereas Damien will go and he's like, what kind of toy can I get? What kind of toy that has nothing to do with where we're at? You know, we go to Vegas and you're like, find something that says Vegas. No. Let me find the toy that I can buy at the Dollar Tree. You know, let me find the most random toy. 500% more. Right. For a ton more money 
than where we're at. So now he's like, okay, you want me to buy something that's going to last a while, right? Yeah, something that makes sense. You know, we're here at this place, something that you're going to remember. Cool, cool, cool. I'm going to remember this play gun because I bought it here. (laughs) No, sweetheart, you're missing the point. So we're still working on that one. He's going to write Vegas on the gun. (laughs) And then when he just leaves it around, it disappears. No, okay. That's what I tell the kids. I'm like, you want to buy this? Okay. How long is it going to last? Mm-hmm. How many days? Because I give it 24 mm-hmm. hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's all part of parenting, right? Oh, man. Uh, grow, growing up, growing up, I remember our dad would, <laughs> our dad, anytime we would have some kind of money or whatever, especially, I mean, I could only talk about my experience, but like I would end up buying some like dumb shit. Like ridiculously dumb shit. He's like, "Why would you waste your money?" He's like, "You know what? You could have done it. Would have been more productive. Take that money and take it to Harbor as you're driving down. Just throw it out the window. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody else would benefit from it. <laughs> Somebody did. They suckered you into buying it. Yeah. <laughs> but no, he had a lot of a lot of things like that. And then um, my brother, my brother talks about it a bunch because I understand it, but. Um, he would talk about how when when he would come over to visit, my dad. So we didn't have enough room in our living room for a recliner. So like my dad's spot was the furthest from the TV, the corner seat of the couch. It's right by the door, right next it, to the door. The living room was very awkward shaped. Yeah. Anyway. So eventually, like especially after I graduated high school, like I would just be on the computer all the time, which was in our living room, and. Um, Everybody else was out doing their shit. I would just be at home not doing anything. And my brother would come over and he's like, he's like, I never understood it until I asked. Because my, my dad would have rolled up socks along the top of the couch. And he's like, what are all those socks for? And I, again, I'm just sitting there with the earphones on, just playing on the computer or whatever. And he's like, I'll show you. So he takes one and chucks it in front of me. So it hits the screen. He's like, "What the hell is that?" He's like, "You know anything about the, about uh about the Navy?" He's like, "No." Do you know what a shot across the bow means? <laughs> it means the next shot's hitting you. Yeah. Oh, that's your warning. The first shot, shot your is warning. your warning shot. Warning the shot. next shot's hitting you. Yeah. So that was his way of saying. Get, Get the out. fuck off the computer and go do something else. <laughs> so he after because he was sitting there and he saw him do it and he's like, "Oh, I get it." So now. the socks were for you. Yeah, they weren't the for computer. anybody else. It was only for me. And, and from time to time, I would I would take them and like throw them or like put them in laundry or something, something make them disappear. Sure as shit, there'd be like four more sitting there. <laughs> but uh. But yeah, no, my I, I think I think a lot of times, uh, especially for me, a lot of stuff I did was I had to learn the hard way, whether it was getting in trouble from something. Um, me and my mom were at odds a lot at when I was younger, so he 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 made me spend a week not pissing her off so I could get a pack of a starter pack of Pokemon cards. Oh yeah, he he laid it on real thick when he took me to Toys R Us. He's like, anything you want, any of these cards you want. So I picked that one. It took me forever. We were there for probably about a half hour to 45 minutes just Picking trying to right, pick. Right yes. cards. <laughs> and then we get in the driveway and he's like, I'm a, he's like, this is the deal. You have to not make your mom mad for a week. Because I would literally go out of my way to piss her off. And it got to that point. And, and sure, oh, that was the longest week of my life. Absolutely <laughs> longest week. So I, I mean, by the end of time, he... At the end of the week, I finally made it through. He put the cards down when we went to sleep. I was still awake, so I opened them up, and I'm starting going through with the crack of the door. And But it's stuff like that that now I think back, and that's where I kind of implement, especially, especially being around high school kids. I mean, they're dumb as shit, so they make stupid decisions. And I try to tell them, I try to explain, all, especially more so in the last few years, that like these kids aren't like – they're not necessarily dumb. They just make dumb decisions. Yeah. Like, that's that's the way I, I, I'm starting to see it more and more. 
And that, so, so it's like trying to teach them how let's stir away from this. And then if somebody's like coming down on them, like a parent or step parent or a parent's boyfriend or anything like that, you don't have to make that your reality. You don't have to, that that's not your future. You don't have to make your, if this is, if being on the football team and stuff like that is what you enjoy doing, then let's move forward with it. Make it better. That's going to help your life be better. Cause then as you grow up, you can go to college for it. You can have a good career. You can have a good life. And it, a lot of, a lot of stuff you're learning, this is the foundation where you're at. Because obviously as, as a kid, again, learn right and wrong. Yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. Stuff like that. The basics, manners, stuff like that. Well, when you get older, now it becomes more important. And it's how, because people, as you get older, that first instant, that first meeting, that's what somebody has to base it off of. That you have the wrong one. All right, bye. That's so, so true. All the little kids that come over and don't say hi, how are you? I'm like, um, yeah, hello. <laughs> Basic manners. Just came into my home. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it, when it comes to like stuff like that, when people like when it comes to like kids, I guess I mean that's the where I, that's where I kind of start working with it, and that's how I feel. Like all these kids that come through that I coach, like especially now, like they're my kids because I've come to find out that none of these kids were even born yet when I graduated high school. Uh, yeah, I'm a high I was, school teacher, I, and I'm I was finding like, oh, freshmen shit. that I'm like. Well, you were born after I graduated from high school. Like somebody, like, like you could be my child. Yeah, that's creepy. Like somebody, like one of them were like, um, they were they were talking about nine eleven. I'm like, you weren't even fucking born. They're like, nope. I was still in high school. I was like, happened. what? I think oh that's why shit! So this many, is where I'm at. Well, that's why so yeah. many. Like I said, every year in schools. Inevitably, they always teach some about nine eleven on nine eleven, and I think that's why kids are so much more disconnected from it because they didn't experience it. You know, the teachers are the ones that are like, "Let me tell you my story. Let me tell you where I was at, where this person was at, and where this, you know, what all these things happened." And I remember this, and kids are like, "Okay, it's cool. something that we discuss." It's, I mean, like, it's like the like rest us, of us with us other history. Pearl Harbor. Yeah, well, oh, that yeah. happened so long ago that we're we just don't like, have oh, any okay, like that's... personal experience. Yeah. All right. As we kind of. Yeah. It's good to hear your dad was so awesome. He was. And I think uh, now as parents and learning about, I think, I don't know if you guys would agree or not, but I just hope that I try and do the, be better, even though I'm not, he was a great dad and he was a great role model. Um, I just try not to fuck up my kids. I know. Every I year on the birthday, it's a double celebration. It is a double celebration because they are another year older, and I have I'm I have Got kept them, them alive another year. <laughs> <laughs> I have kept them hopefully not messed up, and hopefully they will still do great things. Well, I think for my my oldest is not, is going to be nineteen this month. Mm. So yeah, and I'm old. You have um, a nineteen year old. I have a nineteen year old. She's a teen yeah. mom. I had her when I was 17. Still. Yeah, I'm 36. She's older than me. <laughs> I am not with Steve. No, no, wait, 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 wait. wait. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Are you older than me? By like a month. Cougar. Are you older than me? <laughs> You're only a year older than me. So really? Yeah, but he's as old as I am. Oh, you or got younger, a younger one, too. Younger. No, no, he's younger. He's younger yeah. than me. He's three years younger than me. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Then why do you look older yeah. than him? <laughs> Been through some shit. That's why. <laughs> it's the gray hair. Don't worry. It's true. But anyways, I. Oh, we I have like, more. We, we were just talking about how like you want you're happy that your kids um, are still alive. But I think when you get to the teen years, you start to realize that it doesn't matter what you do, your kids are going to do what they want to do. Mm-hmm. So you could raise them really well, but they at some point choose their life mm-hmm. which sucks when beat. it starts straying away from the things that you've taught them mm-hmm. um but the that's, beginning of that's the what path. i've that's what i've been trying to learn since my daughter like got older left the home is making her own decisions that is an adult and me trying to just let her be <laughs> her. <Hope laughs> let her do what she needs to do taught them enough values and 
Sense. Sense and the right and wrong thing to do. I just hope she'll get to that day when the things that I tried to teach her when she was younger just don't stop playing in her head. Mm-hmm. And it just keeps on coming back and coming back. And it has some sort of influence on her. Because I feel like she thinks I was like really, 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 really strict. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I was very overprotective with my kids. Like I didn't let them spend the night at people's houses because you don't know them. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, all the abuse that happens and all of that. Like, I don't like them spending the night at people's houses because I don't know you, mm-hmm. you know. And then like you can grow up with a brother and sister and you still don't know them. Yeah. So, yeah, that's. All right, just real quick, right at the end. We're here. done. We're done. No, 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 <laughs> real, like no, no, no real quick. But with, that, with the whole, yes, the whole can. spending the night thing, our oh, dad yeah. knew exactly where it was. He had phone numbers. He had the shit posted on a piece of paper right on the wall next to his desk. So if he needed to get a hold of you, he had the number. And if it was a new friend, he had the number. It didn't matter what who you went there once. He wanted to know that that phone number or where they lived. Like he, that's how he was. But anyways, that will be the end of this episode. <laughs> that's all. That's the. That's the. That was the end of it. Wanting to know. Okay. Yeah, I just, well. just wanted to throw that two cents in. Okay. Anyways, thank you, thank you, thank you, Lauren, Sean, and and April for being here. Did you forget her name at the end? No. <laughs> you had to look at it, me. See, tells no, no, you. It was. Yeah, it's mine. It's it's your mind. Anyway, yeah. thank you. Anybody, any uh, quick last words? Thank. Thank you for having us. Yes, it's always uh, fun. Awesome, thank you. Hey, where are the white women at? <laughs> Not here. That's <laughs> true. There's no everybody here. Anyways, thank you guys for being here. And everybody out there listening, thank you for listening. Have a good day wherever you are, wherever you at. Take care. Yeah. Peace out, bitches.